Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bar Silence. My name is Jameson, and I'm your host. Every episode of this show aims to explore the very best video game music from past and present. You can listen live on 8Beats Radio on the first Tuesday of every month by going to 8Beats.co, and the show is also available wherever you get your podcasts at, too. So head over to BarSilence.com where you can listen to past episodes, see track listings, as well as clicking an easy link to subscribe on whatever your favorite podcatcher is. In this episode, we'll be focusing on just one game this time. We're going to be listening to the cyberpunk-inspired music from Perfect Dark, published by Rare in the year 2000 and released on the Nintendo 64. It's nearly impossible to talk about Perfect Dark without first acknowledging its wildly successful predecessor, Golden Knight 007. In 1997, Rare had released Goldeneye in a world where first-person shooters were mostly Doom and Wolfenstein-style games with 3D maze-like environments and 2D sprite-based enemies. Goldeneye's gameplay revolutionized the genre at the time, with single-player levels and missions taken straight from the movie that were focused on a combination of action and stealth elements, with large areas that were free to explore and filled with 3D enemies and NPCs. The game is ultimately probably best known for its deathmatch-style multiplayer that helped it become the third best-selling game on the console with over 8 million units sold. With just shy of 33 million N64s out there, that means almost a quarter of the entire N64 user base owned this game. So to say the least, a direct follow-up to Goldeneye was in high demand by gamers across the world. But it never ended up actually coming from Rare. Instead, Electronic Arts were able to swoop in and acquire the license to James Bond-related games, starting with the next movie, Tomorrow Never Dies. Rare didn't actually take this as a loss, though, because they found themselves with an opportunity to build on the success of Goldeneye and this time craft a brand new female-led sci-fi game that took place in a Blade Runner-esque future filled with government conspiracies, mega-corporations, and hostile alien takeovers. Without a doubt, Rare went all-in on making sure that Perfect Dark was an absolute showcase for the Nintendo 64. And it kinda needed to be for Nintendo. Perfect Dark was released in May of 2000, just eight months after the release of the hot-selling Sega Dreamcast, and it came out just five months before the titanic launch of Sony's PlayStation 2. So in many ways, Perfect Dark is arguably the swan song of the Nintendo 64. But before I go on, let's listen to a handful of instantly iconic tracks from the game that really captures that overall futuristic vibe that this game went for. Underneath us now is Perfect Menu by Graham Norgate. And for the first song in this block, we're going to hear the spacey and futuristic sounding pause menu. After that, we'll hear the tracks Carrington Institute and Training Room by Grant Kirkhope. And then to finish the block, we're going to listen to the absolutely killer trip-hop inspired track called Alien Conflict by David Clinic. So enjoy these songs, and I'll be back after that.
Rare's development of Perfect Dark took nearly three years to create, and its most important parts came early, with inspiration being drawn from Ghost in the Shell, the Electra comics, Blade Runner, and Judge Dredd. The game's main character found her origins in Rare's team wanting to differentiate this game from their previous work, as well as giving players a unique take on a female lead compared to someone like Laura Croft. To do this, they wanted to maintain a strong and accomplished protagonist, and the sources of inspiration that they built while developing the character speak to how sincere her creation was. Joanna Dark's name was inspired by the French pronunciation of Joan of Arc, and her character's background came from numerous sources, including Kim Kimberly from the 1983 text-only adventure game called Snowball, Agent X-27 from the 1931 film Dishonored, as well as La Femme Nikita, and FBI agent Dana Scully from The X-Files. Nintendo had requested that Joanna be voiced by an American actress because they felt that this game should focus on the American market. But instead, Rare actually ended up using the in-house talents of Evelyn Novakovic, previously known as Evelyn Fisher, who's also known as the composer of other Rare games including Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. During the game's nine missions, Joanna finds herself wrapped up in a world of intrigue, government conspiracies, and corpus spycraft that takes place in the year 2023. Which is right around the corner, or recent present depending on when you listen to this. So, Joanna is actually the top agent of the Carrington Institute, which is a private military research and development corporation whose secretive goal was communication with extraterrestrial life. Their success led them to becoming an ally of the Mayans, who are half of an interstellar war that has come to Earth. And of course the other half of that battle are the Skidar, who have aligned themselves with rival corporation Datadyne. The game starts with Daniel Carrington having received a message from Dr. Carroll, who is a scientist being held hostage by Datadyne, so they send Joanna to infiltrate the company's corporate headquarters. And as the plot develops, it takes Joanna through a variety of excellently crafted cyberpunk-inspired locations, such as the Blade Runner S city streets of Chicago, the G5 building, Air Force One, and even Area 51. So to get into the music, this next block's actually going to follow the plot of the story. We're going to start with Data Dine Central Defection by Graham Norgate that plays during the first level of the game where Joanna breaks into the headquarters of Data Dine. And then after that, we're going to listen to Data Dine Research Investigation by Grant Kirkhope that can be heard during the second level of the game's laboratory below Data Dine's headquarters. Immediately following that's going to be Data Dine Research Investigation X, which is actually the version of the song that can be found in the game's multiplayer mode. Next, we'll hear Data Dine Central Extraction, which plays during the third level as you escape the headquarters with Dr. Carroll. And then last, we're going to hear Carrington Villa, Hostage 1, that plays during the fourth level in the game, set at the private villa of Daniel Carrington, who is now being held hostage in exchange for Dr. Carroll. So enjoy these tracks, and I'll be back afterwards to talk more about the composers of Perfect Dark.
In the middle of development of Perfect Dark, half of the team left to form a new company called Free Radical, known later for making the Time Splitter series, Second Sight, and Haze. With this major shift for the team at Rare, the table was set for some pretty major changes to the game. But while the majority of the game's story and ideas did remain in place, one of the elements that was modified was the music. Graham Norgate was the original composer early in development. His portfolio at the time included Killer Instinct, Blast Corps, and Jet Force Gemini. With his departure for Free Radical, Grant Kirkhope then stepped into the role as primary composer. Grant is actually known for his long career in game music including games like Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Donkey Kong 64, Viva Pinata, Ukulele, and Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. But more importantly, he was involved in the music for GoldenEye 007. During an interview with Eurogamer, he said, It was nice to get back to a bit of darker music. I'm a massive sci-fi fan, so it's right up my street, really. GoldenEye was based on the Bond theme, Perfect Dark was my chance to do my own thing. So while some of Graham's music did remain on the soundtrack, Grant actually used a lot of the sample sets he had been developing before he left. These musical samples helped to build a unified soundtrack to cover the game's action sequences, stealth-focused portions, and the atmospheric and futuristic needs of the game. For this next block, we're going to listen to music from a few levels from the middle and end of the game. First, we're going to hear the song Chicago Stealth. This track starts slow and builds to really capture a distinct mood for the player while Joanna sneaks through the city streets of Chicago. Grant has said on Twitter and during interviews that this is one of his absolute favorites from the game because it sums up that rainy and distinct atmosphere that you find in Blade Runner. At the time, being able to walk freely through a gritty 3D city felt overwhelmingly impressive. These days, it's hardly your open-world Cyberpunk 2077, but it does have its own charm, as does this track. After that, we're going to listen to the mellow track Deep Sea Nullify Threat, followed by the energetic Carrington Institute Defense. And then finally, to finish the block, we're going to hear Mission Complete that plays every single time you finish a mission in the game. So enjoy these tracks, and I'll be back after that.
And that's the show. Hopefully you guys have enjoyed this episode of Bar Silence about the music from Perfect Dark on the Nintendo 64. If you want to interact with the show and tell me what you think about my selections, you can follow me on Twitter at BarSilenceVGM. That's where I'll post show updates and various information about the games that are featured in every episode. I do hope you guys have been enjoying the show, and if you have, please share it with your friends and family who you think might enjoy it too. Then of course, be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Good Pods, or wherever you listen to this show at actually. I'd really love to hear what you think. And don't forget, you can also go to BarSilence.com to listen to past shows if you've missed any. And of course, if you're feeling giving, you can always support Bar Silence on Patreon. I'd also like to take a moment to thank the show's Patreon subscribers, Docile Crab and Elusa. I really appreciate your continued support, and I hope you both have really enjoyed this episode. So to end the show, I've got a final track to play us out. Enjoy the end credits song by Grant Kirkhope. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time. Good night, Miss Dark. Oh.